Thank you, Nathaniel, for the reading of the, of the evening. And hopefully as we, we talk about uh, the thoughts of the evening, uh, we're going to refer to that, that reading as well as we go through our thoughts. You know, as I was contemplating what we would speak about this evening, there were a lot of different topics that went through my mind. And, and finally, I arrived at, well, you know, it's kind of silly because obviously... What we're all thinking about at this point of the year is Thanksgiving. So what a ready-made topic. Thanksgiving. You know, this evening we're, we're probably thinking, well, hopefully, you know, the speaker won't be too long because I need to finish cooking my turkey or my ham or whatever it might be or getting ready for guests that are coming tomorrow on what we call in this country uh, Thanksgiving Day. You know, as we go through the thoughts, and there will be somewhat brief, but as we go through the thoughts this evening, initially it might seem like something of a, of a history lesson, perhaps, about Thanksgiving. But what I want us to go away with is the mindset that we as followers of Christ should have around this, this term, Thanksgiving. You know, as I, I thought, as I am apt to do when I, I come across a particular term, even though I know how it's used, I know how I interpret it, it's good for me to go to the, the dictionary and just look at the term and, and see how the English language utilizes a particular term. And in this case, Thanksgiving, there are three typical interpretations or definitions of, of that particular term, thanksgiving. It's a public acknowledgement of, or celebration of divine goodness. And I think we can relate to that. It's the act of giving thanks. You know, however you might act whenever you are giving thanks. I know when we talk about giving thanks, so oftentimes we, we think of going to our Heavenly Father in prayer you know, and, and certainly the first definition of public acknowledgement, although our prayers are not always public, sometimes they are, but when they are, you know, we tend to be individuals, hopefully, that acknowledge and are mindful of the fact that God is a giving God and that we should be thankful and that we should have thanksgiving when it comes to what we have from our Heavenly Father as, as Christians. Now, I know the day of Thanksgiving in this country, it's been so commercialized over the years, but, you know, really, what, what was it all about? What is Thanksgiving? And, and when we look at the definition of the term, I mean, also, item three there, it's a prayer expressing gratitude. And so often when we go to our Father in, in prayer, and when we do so in a public fashion, just like Brother Robert read us through, led us through the prayer this evening, there is that idea that we should be thankful, have a thankful heart to our Heavenly Father. You know, there are always things that happen in life, in our lives that are, are not good. You know, we have hurdles and obstacles that we go through, but through it all, we should have this feeling of being thankful and grateful to our Heavenly Father for what He has done and what He will do. And so we should be 
individuals that offer up prayer expressing gratitude. We should publicly acknowledge or celebrate divine goodness because we are the recipients of that divine goodness on many levels, physically, spiritually, more particularly spiritually as we contemplate and and consider what we have through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I said it might appear somewhat of a history lesson. I don't intend for it to come across that way. But when we talk about Thanksgiving in this country, we go back to the year or 1620s, a long time, centuries ago. You know, you can look this up in your history books or wherever you like to reference, but the Plymouth colonists, those in this nation that we consider the pilgrims, if you will, when we look back, they celebrated an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged today as one of the first, and that was in the 1620s, Thanksgiving Day, and it was celebrated in the colonies in four centuries. Thanksgiving Day was celebrated by individual colonies and states. So as we contemplate what we celebrate tomorrow as Thanksgiving, you know, that, that precedent was set centuries ago. And then you come forward, you come forward to the year 1864, and then there was a proclamation made by the then President Abraham Lincoln. And if you look at that date, 1864, this country was in the middle of a civil war. If I remember my history, 1861 to 1865. 1864, there was a proclamation made by the then President Abraham Lincoln during the turmoil that had beset this country. And it's interesting, as an excerpt from that particular proclamation, and you can look it up just like I did, it's Proclamation 118. Now therefore, I, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, do hereby appoint and set apart the last Thursday in November next as a day which I desire to be observed by all my fellow citizens wherever they may be, then be as a day of thanksgiving and praise to Almighty God. The the beneficent creator and ruler of the universe. And I do further recommend to my fellow citizens aforesaid that on that occasion they do reverently humble themselves in the dust and from thence offer up penitent and fervent prayers and supplications to the great disposer of events for a return of the inestimable blessings of peace, union, and harmony through the land which... It has pleased him to assign as a dwelling place for ourselves and for our posterity posterity throughout all generations. In testimony whereof I have herein to set my hand and cause the seal of the United States to be affixed October 20th, 1864. Long time ago still. And that proclamation has a spiritual theme that weaves through it, which today I'm not so certain that we as a country still acknowledge that. But we as Christians need to have that mindset. And thanksgiving, not just be of a mind of thanksgiving on that thanksgiving day, but as Christians, certainly, we should have that mindset long before the American colonists in the 1600s and their thanksgiving celebration, and long before President Lincoln's 1860 Thanksgiving Day proclamation, followers of Jesus Christ were admonished to be full of thanksgiving or gratitude. 
That theme resonates throughout the New Testament. Even throughout the Old Testament. This idea of thanksgiving. And I think sometimes I'll speak concerning myself. Sometimes I don't have that heart. Sometimes I miss the mark to have that mindset of just being thankful. You know, and I can tell you that throughout my decades of living on this earth, you know, I've never gone really without a whole lot. I mean, really. You know, I've always had food to eat. I don't understand what it is truly to go hungry. Now, I know when Melissa and I first got married, I know what it was like to try to fit within a budget food items that you could actually purchase. I know I remember going through the grocery store filling up the basket and then putting things back as Melissa added things up on the calculator because we couldn't afford it. But never did I go hungry. Never. I don't know what that's like. So I should be thankful, not only for that, but for all things, even in hard times, be grateful and have that mindset, which I'll confess to you, I don't always have that. But we're admonished through the Holy Scriptures, to be individual that has that perspective. Colossians chapter 2, and Nathaniel read from this reading, verse number 6 beginning, it says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it, that faith, with thanksgiving. Our faith, are we thankful for what we have and what our faith allows us to attain? Do we think about it, really contemplate it as we should? I, I don't always, and, and I need to work on that. And we talk about, we think about this time of Thanksgiving in this country, which has its roots in this idea that we, are, we live in a blessed country. And we are a blessed people. Not only in this country, but when you think about simply the fact that we as, as creatures created by God, we are blessed. And we should be thankful. And have that mindset. In this, these two passages of Scriptures in Colossians 2 really beset that idea. Established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in that faith with thanksgiving. Colossians 4, verse number 2, and this is all from the New King James Version. It says, Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it, or in your prayer, with thanksgiving. You know, often I know that, you know, we go through our prayers and we are mindful to, to, to think of being thankful but does that really resonate? You know, sometimes we, we, we might have a tendency to do things by rote or we just do it so often we don't give it the thought that we should. But are we truly thankful for what we have through our faith? The blessings that we have. The potential for spending eternity with our Creator in heaven. Are we truly thankful? And are we mindful of that? 1 Timothy chapter 4. 
1 Timothy 4, verse number 1, it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and, to, and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. You know, my mind when I read that and this idea of being thankful for the food that I have and thankful that it, especially in this country, we have it in such bountiful measure. Couldn't help but think about Peter. If you recall when he was in a deep sleep and he was in a trance, if you will. And he was conveyed a message. And there was a large sheet, as it were, that came down from heaven. You know, Peter being a Jew, when that sheet came down, and there were all types of animals, some that he considered unclean. He was told, rise up, Peter, eat. Peter said, no, I'm not, I have not partaken of any unclean thing. And he was told at that point in time, look, what you see here, you need to be thankful for. Rise up and eat. What I've called clean, don't you call unclean. And if we look at this particular verse, and it says, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from food which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. You know, so often maybe I, I fail to be as thankful as I should for what I have. For the very food which I know I've, I've never gone without. I've not missed a meal, not, not being forced to miss a meal. You know, I've always been able to provide a, a roof over my head and the, the head of my family. I, I don't know what it is to be out on the street. Am I truly mindful of, of how much of a blessing that is? Not to mention what we have through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the blessings that we have through Him. And I need to be thankful and truly mindful of what that means. Ephesians chapter 5 Verse number 15, again, New King James Version. See then that you walk circumspectly or carefully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because of the days of evil. Skipping down to verse number 20, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Giving thanks always for all things. You know, I try to be mindful of that, but when I go through that and I am I'm speaking to my father and I, and I you know, thank him for all things, do I really think about what that means? Do we? How much truly we have? Are we truly thankful and are we full of gratitude for those things? Or do we take it for granted? I can tell you sometimes I do. It's good for us to stop and think how 
thankful we should be. Even in bad times. Even when we're wrestling with things that come our way, that we, they're obstacles and they are, are things that are not pleasant. There are still things that we should be thankful for. And we need to look toward those things and be individuals that want to look at that <laughs> glass as being half full and not half empty. Sometimes I'm inclined to do that. It's half full, not half, half empty. Finally, Psalms chapter 100, going back to the Old Testament, even further back, this concept of being thankful and, and being ones that are apt to give thanksgiving, proclaim that we are thankful for what we have been blessed with. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. You know, Psalmist David paints a really beautiful picture here as he talks about how thankful he is and how thankful we all should be, making a joyful shout to the Lord. All you lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. That, that paints a picture of joy, happiness, thanksgiving, full of gratitude for what God has granted. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. See how David points everything back to God. It's His. Everything is His. And we should be glad and be happy that He is our God and that He is our Creator. He is our Lord. And we should enter in his, into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. All generations all the way back to David, this concept and this idea of thanksgiving. You know, it didn't originate in the 1620s with the pilgrims. It didn't originate in the 1860s with President Abraham Lincoln. This concept of being thankful and expressing thanksgiving goes back to when God created mankind because He is our God. He is our Lord. What we see, what we enjoy, these things are His that He allows us to participate in, that He allows us to enjoy. They are His creation. And when I begin to think, as, as David here is telling us, avoid this, thinking that these things are things that I have created. It's by my power that I have attained these things. Now, granted, we may have to put forth the effort, but it is a blessing from God that we have these things. We have not only the physical blessings that we enjoy in this life, but most especially the spiritual blessings that come our way through our Lord and, Jesus, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ specifically, through His death, His sacrifice, His burial, and His resurrection. We need to be individuals that are full of thanksgiving. Not only this time of year, 
But at all times during the year, we need to be individuals that are full of gratitude, being thankful to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and giving Him the thanks for what we have and what we enjoy. I leave the thoughts with you. As always, we want to put forth an invitation at this point in our service for any that that invitation might be appropriate to respond to. One being for those that maybe have not taken steps to become a part of the body of Christ. We urge you, if you are one that that call would resonate with, to take this opportunity to become a part of the body of Christ through baptism. If there are those here that have taken those steps but desire the prayers of the church for whatever reason, we'd ask that there be one of either category to please come forward and let your wishes be known as we stand to sing the final song.